Yeah. All right, look at ah, that. Yes. That's the a way to open an episode. Grease too. Uh, <laughs> this is Anthony Russo. How you doing? I'm Dan Harmon. Joel McHale. Danny Pudi. Yay. Hey. Uh, this is one of my favorite episodes of the season. I really For enjoyed this episode. Many, I liked many reasons. I glad I was able to get the code from Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> I like that joke right there. Just counting the bagels. Yeah. Yeah. Fast. Very nice. <laughs> Drop them on the floor. Uh, they're called bagels. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is one of my favorite jokes. Yeah. The, the bagel oh, runners. So awesome. This is based on the uh, fact that I actually pronounce bagel wrong. <laughs> Me, Dan Harmon. My uh, wife, actually. This is Danny Pudi. Also says bagel. So we wait, had a who great is this? time. <laughs> who Me, is that? This oh. is Danny Pudi. Okay. People make the mistake of thinking <laughs> it's a regional thing, and I don't think it is. I think it's like some odd, because they would assume it's a Wisconsin thing, but mm -hmm. it, plenty of people from Wisconsin ridicule me to no end, no. including They're my like, girlfriend. Oh, gosh. Hey. You say that so wrong. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is a great drawing, by the way. I wish I looked like that for real. Abel did that. Oh, Abel drew that. That's right. Obviously, it's a girl who has a crush on Abed. This is so romantic. It's just like the notebook, except instead of Alzheimer's, Abed has... <clears throat> a gift, this sort of re repeats the formula, if you will, of it's not necessarily all self-contained, like the uh, cadaver episode. Like, there is one sort of, like, outside... There's outside characters that are influencing the group, but at the same time, it's got this, it's sort of like uh, the pottery episode that Anthony also directed where you, you were peeling Joel off and having him have his own sort of struggle with his vapidness, his, <laughs> his insipid, what, what yeah. is, uh, his shallowness. Assholeness. Um, while the family deals with a sort of Walton's Mountain kind of uh, <laughs> story. Yeah, we're not the brightest class. It takes us a little while to get out of there. That's classic uh, Ken Jong improv, th yeah. throwing the mm -hmm. uh, book on the ground. <laughs> There's the beard. There it is. Kind of tips the joke. I don't know. <laughs> but you don't listen to me. I'm... I do like this kind of beat just between uh, Ken and, and Gillian, just uh, the relationship and how they're just always fighting each other. I kind of like enjoy that. I may have been thrown off by Britta's pronunciation of the word bagel. How do you pronounce bagel? I don't. Come on. Bagel. Ugh, you're the worst. <laughs> I love the Annie throwing Britta under the bus there. Uh, like the little the sibling rivalry that they have. Now we have a, a genuine sweat hog sitting there behind Dean. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Mr. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Down to the boots. <laughs> Who actually gets dressed up to play pool? Well, the scene that's coming up, that's, that's one of my favorite things about the episode, is the scene that's coming up when he's shooting the pool. Like, when I was watching it, I realized, like, how successful we had been at creating a character that is so deeply flawed. If you described uh, this character on paper, if you said, I ran into this guy at the mall, and then you described his characteristics, you would go, what a douchebag. Um, <laughs> yes. But, and, and, and we never, we see that character, we see the douchebag uh, in TV all the time, but we're never identifying with them. Yeah. And Joel McHale brings this flawless uh, likability to, to everything he does to the point where his other famous job is standing in front of uh, the Kardashians and going, uh, I hope God strikes them dead, and everyone laughs. Um, and, but how could, he, and how could he get the lightning bolt through her ass? <laughs> See? You love him, you love him. If love I him. said that, you'd hate me. 
but it, and so you have this result. It's like you love. You, 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 of course, this is a great archetype. It's the flawed prince. You know, he he, he needs to learn to be less the fraud. Flawed prince with the pig nose. <laughs> Probably be total gibberish to them. Jeff's unprecedentedly right about this, Abed. When we find this girl, you're gonna approach her just the way you are because that's good enough. Yeah, and then you can take her to a nice deli and treat her to a bagel. And now the absurdity of a gym. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I remember when we watched the uh, edit in the edit room when Dan watched it for the first time. Right here is where he starts laughing and he goes. What a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I was so happy because I was like, wow, we've really, the star of our show is this, is not Jim from The Office. You know, he's not just every man by, by virtue of, you know, lack of flaws and stuff. He's like, he is a character. And this guy, this uh, wonderful actor. God, his voice is awesome. Like, you all have to wear the proper equipment at all times. So, suit up. We talked, we had a, I want to John, debate about, this is, this is John, just, I want to, John, this is so close to being Ice Cube. <laughs> I love the office. I love you, John. Yeah, John That's Krasinski right. and, and your family, any other Krasinski's out there in America, we love you. <laughs> the gym teacher uh, was almost Ice Cube, which no. I think would have, still would have, might have been awesome. He almost Ice agreed Cube? to it. You're kidding me. Well, really? I don't, no, when we say almost, we just we, we kept debating we, about we it. We almost agreed to it. I, I don't <laughs> right. think it ever got to him. Right. Exactly. Yeah. He would have said no anyway. Uh, there's Carrie Weeda reading Pride and Prejudice. That's a nice little theme we got going on in this episode. <laughs> this is one of my favorite little bits here. Um, we get to kind of uh, bring in the uh, Twilight moment here. <laughs> I love this. Part. Even though, even though I love this setup, just yeah. like great. I mean, it's just so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's such a it's such a sitcom, it's such a classic sitcom. Mm -hmm. But you go but it does the thing where it's like, yeah, we're gonna go even further. Yeah. We're right. just gonna keep right. setting it up and Well also we're gonna re reapproach this theme. You know, usually you're learning to be yourself and it's such a it's ducks in a ducks in a barrel, fish in a barrel. Like, oh, of course, yeah, we tried to be somebody else, learn to be myself. The characters are learning that <laughs> Good people sometimes are other people. <laughs> See, I don't really know that's a vampire or more of a, a like a lizard. I would say it's like a gargoyle. <laughs> so fun. But this this is I remember when I read this script, it like there are two jokes. I can't be here. I'm a two striker. The two strikes. That. That's so it funny. is such a hard joke it's yeah. so dark <laughs> to see like to see Abed sort of approaching this woman in a sort of quasi weird way and to see Pierce go <laughs> start, like, to, uh, start to I'm sweat it I have two from felon I actually didn't mean it that way I meant I, I really meant it in a Greendale way I meant it within the world of Greendale that he's twice been reprimanded for sexual harassment on the Greendale campus I didn't mean he's raped no, two women I didn't think he was literally a two striker but but just the, the reference. Yeah, really short shorts. There we go. There we go. I haven't worn those since, since what, 84? 85? And now here's the thing. Monica's because high. you have a flawed Elementary character, school. you're able to tell this story, and you actually now, you believe, you can see how difficult it is for him to play pool in shorts. And you pitch these stories, and sometimes they don't make sense to people, but <laughs> look at this This was guy. a hard one on the pitch yeah. to sell. You're not uniform. Look at the poster yeah, above his... Bad. On the back wall, it's, yeah. just, it's a poster the about bottom. himself. <laughs> there's also there's, framed there's shorts. Our amazing art department. Yeah, our amazing yeah. art department. They have framed short shorts on the wall too. Uh, his voice. He's this guy. Uh, what was his name? Jeez. Oh, uh, we don't remember the actor's name. So Sorry, Blake. Blake. So now we Blake. Blake. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I can't remember he's his last name. So I feel great. Like he's idiot. incredible. He's amazing. Well, and he's Blake a, Clark. He's a Blake yes. Clark. He's a prince too. He's he was he was so a great to work yeah. with. This scene is great. I remember sort of pacing my living room, driving my girlfriend nuts, trying to figure out because. And then I got to the script. We we we, we <laughs> decided that we wanted to do naked billiards for some reason, <laughs> and we couldn't figure out what the justification was. Why would these two end up stripping their clothes off playing a game of billiards? And it, it just it never. It's just, it's just one of those things that's just pushing a boulder. Like, you, you, you just eventually we kind of got there. It was just every yeah. day, more debates. Exactly. Does the story make any sense? Oh, please. You're the one with the rules about clothes. And by the way, I could kick your ass all over that table. Oh, is that a challenge? Huh? Because if you play me in pool, you play me in shorts. And if you can't do that, my, my points, points are already made. made. That's the key. I, 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 I don't have anything to prove to you. <laughs> I don't know how many words I can say out loud correctly. Pulling shorts is stupid. <laughs> Vanity, thy name is... His name. First day, I didn't catch it. <laughs> <laughs> we know that normally you wouldn't approach a girl, but if you don't... This is a fun scene. Same. Kind of terrifying, too. Thankfully, Anthony was there. Joe Russo had said at one point something that we tried to stick to, which was... When the, we did an episode at one point where they were meeting in this storage room, uh, and he said that should be their clubhouse. You know, it's somehow it's subtly different from being in the study room. It's it's where they have secret meetings. Uh, it's their little rascal's clubhouse. Here's um, Pierce's other whopper. Mm -hmm. Because I can't think of anything more frightening than a, a half Polish, half Arab virgin in his 30s. <laughs> One way or the other, that story ends with an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time we Crazy. declared that I was half Polish, too, by the yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. But you'd already, nice time for but it. You'd already it explains why you seem more Indian than Palestinian. Which is <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this was terrifying because obviously Alison Brie is on Mad Men, so I was working my impression on her earlier this in the week. This is amazing. What are you reading? <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> so you're familiar with two sins. <laughs> How about a third? Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Look at <That's> right. <laughs> Donaldson. <laughs> there it is. I don't think we're allowed to smoke in here. Then you picked the wrong outfit. Didn't you? <laughs> she, uh, and establishing that Annie's a, I love this bit right here. I remember, you know, we had a nice, like our wonderful composer Ludwig did this very nice uh, yeah. uh, uh, Mad Men cue there. And I remember, yeah. this, you know, when we were in post, uh, somebody had dropped the cue and, and it sort of like it, it sort of it was dropped in right before you started the impersonation and I watched it and I was like oh no 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 yeah yeah it's like Danny takes us there now oh, cool. you know it's like that yeah. and it's just yeah. like I just bring that up because it's like a lot of the choices we make it's sort of like rhythm like that yeah it's, it's so much more fun to be brought into that moment obviously by you than the music before every one of these scenes, I was behind that wall over there with the tape recorder trying to work on my John Hamm impression. It was awesome. <laughs> it really was. Whoa, that's a good Jeff. How'd you do that? <laughs> this <laughs> Jeff just wandering in. This episode has a yeah. lot of welcome back <laughs> to like, feel to it. Like, he, him wandering in and like chastising them. And your point is? And his little fit that he throws. This was tough, too. I just wanted to do the hands. I wanted to make sure I, I, I got his hands down. He got a little great moment. Bang. Damn. <laughs> hey, why aren't you in billiards class? Because I don't look cool in shorts! 
Because I'm not cool and short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They love it. They don't care about Jeff at all. I just love Carrie Weedy here, who's wonderful, was always reading Pride and Prejudice <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> well, what's she supposed to do? Yeah, Start great. reading uh, Farewell to Arms? It's the Abbott guarantee. <laughs> See what happens when you uh, hit on girls as Joe McHale? Yeah. That's Jeff Winger. <laughs> Look, that's the beauty of this episode, is just these very strong comedic concepts, you know, naked pool, mm -hmm. white Abed, you know. I was watching on Twitter, so many people thought this was Andy Samberg. Yeah, I had people <laughs> tell me it was Andy Samberg, and also... That's because it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm here to tell you guys that was actually me. Uh, that was a two-hour makeup job. To our makeup job, and actually, I had to go get fitted for color contact lenses three times. Uh, That's where I learned I have abnormally large irises. Oh. Yeah, and that makeup had to be tested and tested, and, and it, that makeup hurt after a while. Danny right? spent more time in a makeup chair that week than probably what? Robin Williams in Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, but thankfully, Pam, our makeup artist, was there, my savior that week. Hipster. I mean, do hipsters walk around wearing? See, I think she screwed you. <laughs> <laughs> left you in that chair. Joel McHale at the table read for this episode accidentally said $3,000 jeans. He's sort of inadvertently revealing that $3,000 jeans are, exist in his world, which created the meta laugh on everyone's part of like, there's only a couple places you can get them, but... Uh, does a hipster wear $3,000 jeans? Whoa! Everyone was like, my God. Get out of bed this morning. Hi. Abed. About yesterday. Oh, yeah. You guys must be pretty upset. Why would we be upset? Well, I know how important it was for you that I get a girlfriend. So when Jenny went off with White Abed, it must have really hurt. Ah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's boyfriend is a white guy that's almost identical to Abed. Name is Joey, and that's why the sketch was in Troy's book. <laughs> that make I always like cracked that up during that line. There? <laughs> yeah. Sure. No, we just want you to be happy, right? Yeah, I know. Everybody wants me to be happy. Everybody wants to help me. But usually when they find out they can't, they get frustrated and stop talking to me. Or they trick me into buying them ice cream and then shove me into a clothes dryer. <laughs> which I didn't want to happen with you guys, so I want to make sure that you felt like you could help me. The truth is, lots of girls like me because, let's face it, I'm pretty adorable. <laughs> and uh, my aloofness unconsciously reminds them of their father, so... I'm not saying that anybody on this show as a character is diagnosable with any particular condition, but I am proud of the fact that there's a certain community of people who do have a certain developmental disorder, who watch the show, and who love Abed for very specific reasons, and the thing they like about him is that he's not uh, R2-D2. He's not to be pitied. He's not no. adorable. He's, he's, in his own way, flawed. And uh, but also like the coolest guy in the room in a lot of ways that causes him a lot of problems in other ways. And like I'm, I, I'm really, really happy that that particular group of people watches the show that closely and identifies with the character. And I, I strive to keep it. Uh, Abed's a very unique guy, no matter what. He's not going to follow some list of uh, symptoms of anything. I love but, how that uh, scene ends too, by the way, with Gillian crying, just <laughs> crying over us torturing over the world. The way she says bagel. <laughs> that's that was an, that's an amazing shot. Like that, that's uh, we talked about in other episodes. You talk about writers and directors not seeing things the same way, and like sometimes you have disagreements and things like that. And like half of the time, the director is seeing stuff in a way that the writer can't see it. Like so to reveal Jeff that way. Um, you just, I, you, I never would have imagined it that way to follow the character and then come into frame yeah. with Jeff with his little, <laughs> Short his little thighs. 
How many episodes has Leonard been at this point? <laughs> I don't know. So, right. It's so great how he just pops up in chairs in the corner. There's a like like Leonard Leonard in this episode. He sort of he goes where the heat is. Like, <laughs> like he's a pack animal. Yeah. Uh, if you if you if you <laughs> that guy. A lot of people think that guy's a werewolf. That he's the a werewolf guy from, from a from 1920s from magic poster. Is, they, they think the show is ingenious <laughs> enough that, that that's the werewolf from episode 109. Or it actually goes with werewolves in London this song. Uh, Joel, were you really good at pool before this episode? Was I good at pool? Yeah. Uh, I ended up, I played a lot of pool as a kid, but if you hit the ball hard enough, it sometimes looks like a trick shot. Clean <laughs> this side of the table off you, all right? Oh, okay, there you go. See that? There you go. Oh, it's for the ladies. And Jim Rash. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Pelton. Our music supervisors got Werewolves of London for a lower rate than you would normally have to pay, I think. It was yeah. a favor because of connections that they had, so uh, we should give them props. Yeah, we should, thank yeah. you. And they, they, you, Manish and Tom, our music supervisors, are great contributors to the show. <laughs> so here we have the creative challenge of how you get two guys to get naked to play pool. It's, it's just, it was just beautifully handled. Like you actually believe it. You follow it. Your the turn you guys, <laughs> the turn you guys wrote in it is brilliant. Is that I go like it's really your problem. It's right. not mine. It's it was so. <laughs> Yeah, the logic is completely backwards it's here. So, yeah. in, in reality, if you were Joel McHale, you would, you would, you would, you, there's, you, you would have less problem taking your clothes off. There we go. Uh, there it is. Please don't let the spray tan melt off. I mean, <laughs> making me gay just watching. This is. Blake's yeah, body I love the is. shot of him. Did, did he show it already? Him doing this. <laughs> yeah, yes. right there. That was all him. <laughs> He's mocking great. Joel. <laughs> you know what, Jeff? One of us is about What's great about Community that yeah, I, it, what makes it my favorite show is that all of the stuff, we're doing naked jokes. It's something that would be at home in like a Will Ferrell or Ben Stiller, kind of like a modern kind of comedy, but none of it is, has a cynical tone to it. You know, there's no jokes about like, oh, I take off my shirt and then, oh, that's too much information. I don't want to see your gross body and stuff like that. It's Nakedness is still funny, but this is, it's about humanity. <laughs> it's about humanity. <laughs> it's, nice. it's funny to be naked, but it's not, uh, nobody's getting punished for being naked. I just like to think that we, that the two men have strength to rip their underwear off like that. I mean, that. easily. Near <laughs> yeah. impossible. Amazing. I was weird to have conversations about the breakaway underwear. I was like, do you want the breakaway on now? So uh, here no, comes, uh, this this is a here's, a, here's a bit of genius. Anthony really. This, well, like this, this is Joel. Joel did this while we were rehearsing the shot. Right yeah, but the there. shot moving up. Oh like, my god! <laughs> great shot. I just want people I to know. Like, I'm when I saw at the him balls. do that during rehearsal, I was like, I couldn't believe it. And I remember when Dan saw that in the editing for the first time when Joel does that, I heard Dan go like this: "Television history." <laughs> <laughs> I also it like is. The, the shot that we do of Annie like peeking her, peeking out, looking through yeah. her fingers. Uh, <laughs> something that I don't think that women ever get turned on by, which is no. just a, a, yeah. a man's sphincter. Yeah, the actual <laughs> hole. Usually, I think it's a buns thing, I think, the, for women. The O-ring. <laughs> How many times did, you, did I do that, Anthony? Uh, this is What's great. that? Do you I have, this is, I think this yeah. is the uh. eighth person I've kissed on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Uh, Jim Rash. I love how Britta does not. Britta yeah, does not look at me. <laughs> she has a fear of men's chests. <laughs> how excited Jim Rash is. Uh, <laughs> This is my uh, Daniel Day Lewis wrapped in the um, American yeah. flag. <laughs> Could you introduce me to your friend? Wow. The nice the thing is, Danny you know, the shot there. That was <laughs> nice shot there, dude. Uh, it didn't make it the first time. Let's just say that. But it, it was important that in the previous scene that Abed already established, look, I get plenty of play, so that that didn't feel contrived yeah. the way you would normally mistreat a character like that by going like, oh, well, God says he gets a pity. Uh, what can I be, Brown Joey? <laughs> yep, you're just clay aching. There, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go. Eric Stoltz. Uh, this is oh, one of my favorite tags. So this should get an Emmy. So if, this, Yvette's head will explode if we don't give her credit she, for saying... This was Yvette Nicole Brown's idea that we should play Bert and Ernie. Now, who was that? And then, uh, I'm not really sure, but she's a lady and it's okay. on set a lot. Okay, whatever. Then, Anthony, I was on set. They were shooting this. We kind of walked through it, sort of wrote the script with the two of them <laughs> on the fly. Came up with a chain of events. But Donald, in the middle of a take, did this thing where he yeah. breaks character, does this. Because funeral. <laughs> <laughs> so... Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Wow. Thanks for watching.